Hello, hello, hello. PK, hi, you there? Hi, hi. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, hopefully, this entire system is okay and we do not have to record again the way this is set up. Um, we're trying to do video recording, guys, but it's extremely difficult because we both film remotely. There's no way for us to meet every single week or to batch record. Uh, we do live uh, fairly close, but not really. But anyways, welcome to the We Binge the Podcast. My name is MJ. And my name is PK. And I really hope and pray to God that this is working. I am just, hold on, give me a second. I actually do have to plug in my headphones to this advice because I'm not, oh, I keep forgetting. Oh, uh, Oh, okay, okay. iPhone doesn't have a set for headphones. So, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, whatever. We are moving forward. Um, Hopefully this sounds completely fine. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like there's going to be an echo. But it should be fine. Anyways, uh, so, PK, how have you been doing? Not too bad. I tried to have some day offs at work, but I ended up working those days. Oh, no. I mean, I yeah. think it's good, but but I mean, because you need, you really, really need some time to really relax. To really yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't had the time to like relax and decompress a bit. Work has been interesting, I would say. It's good. I mean, and well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, why why is it interesting? It was funny because um, one of my coworkers was um, talking to my supervisor and he was saying, oh, you have like such a, a nice radio voice. And like he meant it as a compliment. But then my supervisor is like, so does that mean... I don't look good enough to be on TV. And I was just like dying of laughter because like he just literally turns everything into a joke. But it was supposed to be meant as a compliment. So uh, I do have like fun people to work with and like they joke around and stuff. So they make it a bit entertaining. Yeah. So I like those kind of people. But it's just been a bit hectic as well. You know, a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, I definitely get it. And and I, and I know I wanted to talk to you because I feel like we're totally due for a hangout for sure, for sure. Uh, I definitely wanted to talk to you about the text you sent me in regards to the guy who ghosted you. I don't know if you want to share that. Which guy was this? You texted me saying that you're tired of these guys in these dating apps who ghost you. Oh, yeah. Like, we have, like, a very short conversation. And Mm -hmm. since I don't reply as quick just because I'm working and I don't really have enough time during work, I feel like the next time I check my messages it's been like hours and the conversation just has been deleted and I'm like what like I didn't even get a chance to like you know get to know the person oh my god and this is and this is and this is my thing I am personally tired I'm tired of guys who would text 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 for weeks on end and then not ask you out once you meet a girl and they find you attractive or you find them attractive, you should be asking them out within the first few texts, not this two or three weeks online romance. This is not, we're not in, we're not in COVID anymore. We can meet in person and have, and have a date and go to a park or go to a restaurant. So annoying. 
And I know my brother was talking to me about it and he was saying that, no, I, when I text a girl, I text a girl for two or three weeks before I ask her out. And I'm like, what? The girl's still there after two or three weeks? No, no. Um, I'm doing good. Uh, and I've kind of been feeling the single Valentine's Day. I mean, not Valentine's Day blues, but more like the single blues, you know, especially when... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it here because I feel like on the pod, I can be really open with you guys and really honest. So, I was talking to PK about this. There's this guy at work. I oh, made my it clear. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. I made it clear in 2022 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I like him. Not, not okay. It's a guy. So, I didn't vocalize my intentions for him. Okay. But because I'm a, I'm a black person i'm a woman and i'm a black woman it's a trifecta so i have more to lose so i need to know for sure if you like me or not so i did my whole little flirtation thing he knows he knows that he like that i like him we had this holiday party well he was like lightly flirting people didn't pick it up some people did i definitely did and i saw him last week and we said, how was your holiday? How was your holiday? And even my colleague who's to, is closer to him than I am. They're both friends. She goes, yeah, he's acting, he acts weird towards you. So I don't know what it is. I am not going to force you to ask me out. But I don't know what it is with guys that are my type who do not ask me out. I'm sure I'm not the only woman who are listening to this. Or men who have the other person going, okay. I send signals. Why haven't you asked me out? And if we weren't at work, I would totally have asked you out already by now, you know? Yeah. And you always like expect the other person. Well, I expect the other person to ask me out first. Like, I don't know. I know it's like 2023 and a girl can ask a guy out, but I don't know. It feels so much better when the guy takes that first step. It feels so much better. I don't need to be contemplating and trying to figure out if you like me or not. I don't need to play games. I don't need to send pigeons. If you just ask me out, then I know, especially when I'm the woman here, I feel like I have more to lose and I need, he needs to vocalize his romantic feelings for me. If you are still flirting with me. And I told my colleague, 2023 me is saying bye-bye to those guys who would flirt with you at work and do nothing with it. Like those type of guys are literally my pet peeve. I want to stay away from them. Speaking of men, my thorn for the week, which is my mom setting me up with an anonymous Mexican man to marry so I can move to the United States. No way. Yes. So what did she do? She like gave your number? No, thank God. Oh my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) Okay. So she, I called her. She's calling me and she's like, MJ, how can you still be single? Isn't this your nightmare? I ha- I was talking to a guy and the guy was saying, oh, he has a son in Mexico. He's looking for a wife. And I'm like, that's great. And I'm sure you'll find one beautiful, cute little girl to marry. Okay. She goes, no, it, this man is going to be good for you. I'm like, no, this man ain't going to be good for me, though. I don't know this man. I'm not going to marry just for it's. 
it's just a lot it's just a lot and me personally i'm so ready to be in a relationship and i know my single girls out there or my people who are in relationships like, oh my god love yourself date yourself i've been in for decades i've been doing that for years i feel like you know what i mean i've been doing it for a long time <laughs> so i think it's time for another person to enter the mix you know what i mean god how about you i guess i'm still trying to you know work on myself but i don't think that's a reason why i shouldn't still be dating or i shouldn't mm-hmm. try to find another person mm-hmm. i think it's just like a, a process that never stops you know i agree i think it is a process that should never stop i think it's a process that you need to continue to work on and there are so many parts of me that I don't know. And there's so many parts of me that I there's that, that I still need to know. Um, but it's time and it's effort and it's hard to balance everything with the limited time that you mm-hmm. have these days. And it's just, uh, I guess it's, it, I guess it's putting in the work like any other and like any other thing is like putting in the work, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So what's your thorn? I think it's just really like one off conversations, I guess, like such a short conversation and mm-hmm. then the person already deciding whether or not they want to continue it. I feel like that's a little bit um, not as fair. I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, I completely agree. I mean, especially when, and and, and that's why I say, you know, I got this from another podcast where as soon as you've gotten feelings from another person and they know and you match on the dating app, within the first few texts, one of them should be, okay, let's meet in person. Not just, Mm -hmm. you know, whole thing of let's text and text rule and when a guy and and i don't know like should we be asking guys on dates i mean my mom is like yes you're in 2023 it's like mj you're doing these my 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 like yeah you're so shy. I'm, I'm not shy i can yeah. ask a guy on date but if you're not my type or if i find you not interesting i'm not gonna go the extra mile and ask you on a date i feel like I would also, but the guys I've been talking to, they don't have a clear intention. Mm. They're very like wishy-washy with their intentions and their goals, I guess. And they're still Mm. trying to figure it out. Mm. So it's hard because like, I don't want to put in the time and effort for something, not what they want. Mm. I get that. Um, But that's why I am very upfront in the beginning of talking to a guy. I would say, okay, what do you want? Um with a person moving forward is it do you want a relationship do you want you know something casual let me know up front and a lot of them are super honest and saying yeah I'm looking for something serious I want I'm going to turn something to some something serious or some some will literally just tell you I don't know and the people who Mm -hmm. say I don't know are the ones I'm not going to give too much attention to because I need somebody to be like yes I'm looking for a girlfriend but the key words these days are Oh, I'm looking for something serious. Um, let's see where things go. Or they would a guy a, a guy doesn't say anymore. I'm looking for a girlfriend. Yeah, they would be like more like, oh, I want to get to know you as a person and like see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like on the track of like looking for something more serious. Mm-hmm. But the responses I've been getting is like they have no idea. Mm-mm. And that's like Which, a red flag. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a massive red flag. What what dating app is it? Bumble mostly. Um, I don't know. For me these days, all the dating apps are trash. I I just don't know what it is. 
And, and on top of that, a lot of the dating apps have been increasing the fees for some of the basic features. Okay, now they charge you for everything. Uh, yeah, so that's true. That's true. I'm very like on and off of it. I just, I need to be on it, but I feel as if I need to do a semi mini photo shoot to revamp my profile and people, it is totally okay to do a fake photo shoot for a dating profile. I hear people do it all the time actually um i wish people told me sooner <laughs> but you know uh i'm I, need to, I, need, I feel like i need to do that you know i think i don't know i i think next week we'll talk about i guess more about what should be in a dating profile like that could be a really good dating intro topic but um for my rose of the week uh, it's definitely me hitting. So one of the I do mukbangs on YouTube, and I've been doing first bites and a little bit mini mukbangs on TikTok. And there was a video I posted of a Dunkin' Donuts video, and it reached eighty eight k. Oh wow! I'm so happy. And guys, I'm not. Oh, I don't know what. Oh. <laughs> I am not the type of person to look at numbers in fact when i'm in this social media you know thing i don't look at subscriber count follower count for months for weeks because it just it just messes up with my mind i'm a very result driven person so i just pump out content that i believe in i make sure that i improve each and every video uh that i post out and that i'm relevant and all of that right quality over quantity for me this year but I posted this donut video and it was 88k and yeah I'm 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 really happy that it went viral but it went viral and you know I got only about a hundred um followers which is fine but it's interesting 88,000 you know views and straight people who are committed to watch me and follow me so Again, another reason why I don't look at numbers when it comes to social media. I still think that's really good. 100 followers. Yeah, it is. From one video. It is. It is. I'm proud. I'm proud. And hopefully I'm looking to grow and multiply that. But making sure I post videos that I'm proud and um, and, and making sure I'm having fun in, in, in whatever I'm doing. How? What's your rules for the week? I think it would just be getting through the week. <laughs> Because I've just been working 12 hours every day almost again this week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So first week was pretty exhausting. And the second week, barely any gas in the tank. But Mm -hmm. I think I'm still able to find like moments in my days where I I can find activities that I enjoy. Just being with myself and like journaling and reading and trying to just create like a, a better mind space for myself. Mm. just trying to see what works for me and trying to get through these long working hours. I think that's really good. I think that is really important. I'm going to try to do some of that. I feel like I said that each and every week that I'm going to try and do that. And I have been trying. (laughs) And uh, maybe I have to find more hobbies, but I don't think I need to find more hobbies. I think I need to really be comfortable with being uncomfortable and, do things on my own for a bit which I have been doing but uh, whatever anyhow um but yeah that's that's been great I realize also that we've been we've been talking about food each and every episode I don't know if you want to do a food segment where we talk about food 
So remember when we used to try a new restaurant every Wednesday or something? I know in grad school, guys. Yeah. You know, we both have master's degrees. Yes, we are going. Yeah. And uh, we have another friend who would do that with us every each and every week and try a new restaurant. It was so much fun. And we not honestly need to do that again. Maybe not every week, but maybe every two weeks. Yeah. And it'll be fun to like review it and like talk about it as well. And yes, come back to the pod. But for this week, for me, um, what did I eat that was exciting? Oh, I made this whole roasted chicken. Um, I think Ooh. it's called... Actually, I forgot what it's called, but it's Kenzie Elizabeth's whole roasted. No, it's Martha Stewart. No. Uh, God, what's her name? But I found, okay, got it from Kenzie Elizabeth. She's a YouTuber. But I think In a Garden was the one who created the recipe. And I went to In a Garden's website, I believe, and I got her, uh, her something chicken. It's really good. Simple recipe, easy prep. You just put salt and pepper, put a lemon inside the chicken, uh, put some olive oil all over the chicken, some onions be on uh, below the chicken. And I had that with rice and some and a salad, cabbage salad. And that was the chicken was really, really good, really flavorful and made the house smell really, really good. So that was good. How about you? Um, I haven't really had any new food. I've been eating out a lot. Mostly <laughs> pizza, <laughs> but nothing that interesting, mm-hmm. unfortunately. No, no, that's good. That's good. I mean, what what have you been eating out? Um, I would say most of the time it's been pizza, mm-hmm. and we only have a Tim Hortons in our building, so mm-hmm. it's kind of sad that when it's like super cold outside, I'm just gonna have to like go downstairs to Tim Hortons mm-hmm. and Tim Hortons selection it's not great and I've always had Tim Hortons since I was an undergraduate student yeah I've been always like eating Tim Hortons food and like since you've been eating it so many times you get so sick and tired of it yes I don't know it just doesn't taste as great so no. I've been getting a lot of like the farmer's crap which is pretty mm. good mm. if you have the same thing every day I get bored of it yeah, I, I do make a breakfast wrap each and every morning, and I love it so much. And uh, yeah, the Tim Hortons food is good. But uh, yeah, I mean, the double double coffee is good. Their Timbits are good. Other than mm-hmm. that, you're barking up the wrong tree. You feel me? Apparently, they're going to have like a new steak wrap. So I'm kind of excited to try that. <laughs> okay. I'll let you know in the next pod <laughs> episode. <laughs> Yes, please let us know. This is a, also a food review pod, too, I guess. Um, this is what we're doing now. But I love it. I think it's, like, totally different. And we both love food a lot. Uh, so it only makes sense that we include in our personalities. So, guys, moving on now that our Rose and Thorn. I also I was also thinking that we should create, like, a little song for the Rose and Thorn segment. Like, our Rose and Thorns. <laughs> That actually sounds really good. Yeah, that was actually really good. MJ's a low-key singer, guys. Yeah, I don't know, but well, I am thinking. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, but rose and thorns. Yeah, that's really good. 
Um, so that's the end of the Rose and Thorns segment. So uh, since we're so busy and we do watch a lot of TVs and movies, just to break things up, I thought mm-hmm. we would talk about some things that are happening in the entertainment biz and pop culture, celebrity news, things of that nature. And, uh, and you know, we might, you know, mingle in there some new TVs and movies that uh, we've been watching or have already watched uh, or, you know, in the past or currently, you know. So let's get into some of our top stories so the first one is the movie to leslie um have you watched this movie uh pk no i haven't seen the movie so the movie i think is getting oscar buzz but it's mm-hmm. actually so funny it is 97 percent in rotten tomatoes the movie is not funny itself but the actual drama surrounding is actually hilarious so to leslie leslie is a west Texas single mother struggles to provide for her son when she wins the lottery and a chance at a good life. But a few short years later, the money is gone and Leslie is on her own living hard. She is forced to make a difficult choice. So this movie has 97% of Ron Tomatoes. You have Mark Marin and Owen Teague, Andrea Rise, Riseborough, um, and Allison Jenny is in it. And Matt Laura. Um and under wow a lot of famous faces actually Stephen Root, but here's the thing, this movie only grossed to twenty seven thousand dollars in the box office, but yet it's getting an Oscar buzz. <laughs> I know I didn't know that. So, what do you say about that, Big Gun? Yeah. Um. I was surprised by it, honestly, when you um, pointed it out that this movie is getting an Oscar nomination. Because, first of all, I've never heard of this movie until now. I have never heard of this movie. There's no marketing in this movie. It's crazy. Nothing. I don't really. And I think it came out like last year in in October, I believe. Yeah. Uh, So... And Andrea Riseborough looks like is being nominated uh, as an, an actor, actress, or actor category for an Oscar. And yeah, it came out last year. I mean, I it's a low budget movie, mm-hmm. and people are saying that something so low budget shouldn't have been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, especially since their campaign was so late towards the Oscar voting. Mm. that their campaign was very short it was i think it was only a few weeks before the voting Mm. so it's interesting that only with like such a short campaign they were able to get all of these votes in oscars and golden globes are all corrupt man they really know honestly it's crazy other campaigns would be starting you would be starting this campaign early right and you would try to do all the marketing and all the interviews and try to get that exposure but this mm-hmm. campaign was like very short, so it's pretty um, sketchy. It is absolutely pretty sketchy, and you start to fig- you start to wonder what's what's going on here. Because look, mm-hmm. I don't I don't really believe that you know if an if a movie took you know, a few dollars to make doesn't mean the movie is not good. Mm-hmm. It's strange that we haven't heard about the movie. It's strange that you know it's mm-hmm. when it's it's being nominated for an oscar or the actress is being nominated for an oscar is that we're hearing about it i don't think money like it, it i don't think the number of sales 
is a determinant factor to which you know uh, one can determine if a movie deserves an Oscar or not. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And it sounds like it's it's it, it is interesting. It's not a movie again I would particularly watch. Uh, but you're right. I mean, there could be some shady, you know, bribery, maybe maybe lobbying. It's it's so random. It really is really random. Apparently, there was like some lobbying, and there was um, definitely some connections. That it was like a bunch of celebrities that were asked to support this mm. campaign. I mean, a lot of famous celebrities that I didn't know, you know, was is in this. You know, St- Stephen Root, mm-hmm. Andrea Ro- Royo, who has his own movie, his own TV show out right now. Uh, Matt L- on Netflix, Matt Loria, um, Allison Jenny. I mean, she's in. Um, She's in that uh, that TV show. I forgot what it's called. She is, I you know, I think it's called People We Hate at the Wedding, that Amazon movie. But she also did that TV show named, uh, I don't think it's, there's Mom, but there's also another one, a very famous one. Uh, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe she's just in that political TV show. Maybe I'm I'm actually referring to something else. Um, there's yeah, she's in West Wing. Never mind. So she's in West Wing. She's she's the girl in the tall, you know, blonde in West Wing. Um, no, it's really shady. It's a bit weird. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because they were gonna do a review about it and like um more just to see if they violated any rules. <clears throat> they did the review and they combination. So wow. it's crazy because there's obviously some some type of some type of like connect to. Yeah, it's really strange. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on there. It's it's weird. Um, like a movie you've never heard of. Be, and that's what I'm saying. When it comes to these Oscars and Golden Globes, rich people are awarding their friends. You know exactly. what I mean? Rich people are behind the scenes casting the nominee ballots, and they're saying, "Hey, hey, you wanna you wanna award this year? I'll give it to you. You know what I mean? I'll give it to you. No problem." Um, but yeah, on to our next story, um, I guess. I mean, we're obviously not rooting for that movie because we didn't hurry. We didn't hear about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to uh, It Ends With Us. It is a book. And the author took the world on fire last year in 2022. In fact, she sold 20 million books by wow. October 22, which is insane. So It Ends With Us. Is is one of the books, one of the series in her books. It ends with us. It starts with us. There's Verity. Um, I think I think I'm not. I could be mistaken. But anywho, uh, it is going to be turned into uh, a movie. And in this movie, you have Blake Lively and our guy from Jane the Virgin. Uh, but let me just tell you a bit about it. Ends with us. So it ends with us. Uh, is a romance novel. And uh, it's based on the relationship between her mother and father. Hmm. Hoover described it as the hardest book she has ever written. Uh, The actual plot, uh, it follows a girl named Lily who has just moved and is ready to start her life 
after college. Lily then meets a guy named Ryle and she falls for him. As she is developing feelings for Ryle, Atlas, her first love, reappears and challenges the relationship between Lily and Ryle. So in the remake, Ryle will end up being um, the guy from Jane the Virgin, which is Justin Baldoni. Uh, Lily will be Blake Lively, and they've started to make that movie. What do you think about that, Pika? Like, so much, like, controversy over it, and everybody's like, <laughs> well, we need a recast. We don't, um, again, Justin. Yeah. Um, for me, personally, I think, I think it's okay. Like, usually, I think the problem was with their ages, and, like, the book description wasn't the same as um, Bald- Balden. I, I could be saying it wrong. Yeah, I could be saying it wrong, too. Um, they're actors and actresses they play younger roles all the time you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i feel like they do a a good job at it like blake lively (laughs) was good in gossip girl so i feel like she's gonna deliver you know i here's the thing with me when it comes to this i think blake love her i love her as a wife as a mother but as an actress in the sisterhood of the traveling pants amazing and gossip girl anything beyond that the time traveler's wife that shark movie she did uh i was okay in those movies and honestly she's a gorgeous girl but i just don't think acting is her calling now some people may may they may think otherwise but i do think she is if she stuck to the career path of making movies and TV shows like Sister of the Traveling Pants, and that would have been amazing. But because she took this route of like drama, I don't know. I, I just don't think, I think version of Lily, then fine. But a younger version of Lily should be played by a person who's our age. Not 16, 18 years old, because it'll then be like a young adult, which technically that's what the book is. But maybe something that is maybe in their 20s. like a, So a girl who's in their 20s. You know what I mean? Um, so when they do like sexual scenes and things like that, it won't be super cringe. Uh, and Justin Baldoni, the guy from Jane the Virgin. I love him. He does have a really good podcast that's been, that gone awards. Mm-hmm. And he's good in Jane the Virgin. Is he good playing Lyle? I don't know. Um, is he a good actress? Sometimes. I mean, actor? Sometimes. I just don't know if he'd be good for this part. Some are saying no. I say let's see what happens. Lyle and Justin Baldoni, I think, would be a really good match to see on screen. But I wish they were a bit younger. Because Justin Baldoni, he's old, though. Mm-hmm. He's old. I mean, and these are college, we're talking about college years, right? Yeah, I think knowing their background, it's hard to picture them as, like, young characters. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We're going to have to see. I, I thought it was surprising that he was also directing the movie, too. Yeah, so I, what I heard is he actually bought the rights of the book a long time ago. His production company. I didn't know. We didn't know that he was going to be in the actual movie, but we knew that he would be part of the movie process, either being a director, writer, whatever. 
but we didn't think that he'd be an actor. So he did buy the rights of the book and which means that he can do whatever he wants with the plot and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm not too disappointed with the, mm. with the casting. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. I'm excited too. I'm, I mean, I'm not excited. I'm interested. Uh, I, I definitely do think that I, I am going to have to figure out how to read the actual book before I watch the movie. Cause that's when it, it just becomes, it's, I feel like it's going to be better to watch the movie if you've read the book. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard like, there's like mixed opinions about the book too. Mm. And it's, it is a lot about like domestic violence as well. So, oh, and really? apparently there was like a coloring book. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted to turn it into a, like a coloring book. But oh, since the book is about um, domestic violence, it was mm. kind of very um, inappropriate to turn it into a coloring book. So she took it out. Like she. Oh, snap. So yeah. domestic violence, meaning obviously most likely that Justin is going to be causing the, the abuse. Yeah. Uh, I mean. abused by the. I think the boyfriend and then that turns into the husband and there's still like ongoing abuse throughout the story. Oh boy, that's going to be hard to see. And it's be hard uh, to be Justin as well. I don't know. I know. It's going to be really hard. I don't know. But there's more to it, right? So it's just it's just a part of it. That is true. And the thing is, I think Justin, honestly, I love Justin as a person and what he's doing in life, you know, bringing mental health, like actually normalizing, you know, the fact that men have feelings, normalizing Mm -hmm. that men who may look beautiful and gorgeous and may look strong on the outside can be really soft and really sensitive on the inside and normalizing the action of crying and all these things. So Mm -hmm. I love what Justin does in his career um and he's, i don't know if this role is gonna contradict his own real life now you know yeah i don't know i mean for a role it is an act it is role. an acting yeah mm-hmm. it, I, it, it's gonna be totally different from what he usually does and i don't know he's a gorgeous man and uh i just it's so awkward seeing him be a little meanie towards Blake, yo. That's gonna be awkward. Unless, of course, obviously, maybe maybe her first love. Her first love, the abuse. But, I don't know. Yeah, see, I'm interested. I, I, I the movie is gonna be really popular regardless. I think everybody's gonna watch it regardless. So oh, for sure, yeah. It's it's crazy, but the fact that Colin Hoover was able to sell 12, 20 million books in by October of last year. That is truly an amazing accomplishment and 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 is really incredible. Um, one of her books in my living room, I really need to watch. I really need to read it. It's just looking at me like a, like a fool. <laughs> I collect all these books, but I never read them. I read them, but I get bored, so I don't I don't continue. Yeah. Oh, it's not that much time, but it actually adds up. Oh, that's so smart. That's yeah. so smart. It, it it adds what it actually adds up so I like eventually mm-hmm. finish the book because I know I'm the person that can't just sit all day and just read mm-hmm. but it's a good um morning routine mm-hmm. 
just to get it. Like- I think for me right now, uh, I am doing two of them incorporating the book. I went to chapters and I bought the uh, Prince Harry's new book. And it every what people have been saying about the book made me go buy it. So I am reading it at least a few minutes in the morning and then continuing with my day. So hopefully I'll be done with that book, guys, eventually this century. And come back with you with a review. Maybe we could do like a book. A book? <laughs> a book? <laughs> or a book Maybe report? we can also add like book reviews. We're just going to oh, add everything to this book. We're just going to add. It's going to be a mashup. You just come for you just come for the vibes. You just come for whatever you Guys, let us know with. if you need anything else. <laughs> <laughs> just let us know, okay? We're here to serve you guys. We're here to serve you. And before we continue, I do like to say that um don't forget to rate this podcast okay um we're not done yet but i just like to stay in the middle middle of the episode you know don't forget to rate five stars anything above five stars we love you anything below we don't know you okay um moving on to the next topic which is tiktok star michaela i don't know how to say your last name no query no, not Nigeria, Nigeria. Anyways, it is the infamous lash gate, lash drama that everybody's been talking about for the last week, week and a half. So Michaela, she's a TikToker, 14.5 million followers on TikTok. She did an ad with L'Oreal and to promote their new L'Oreal uh, mascara. Mascara, it's a black mascara. And when she first put the mascara on her eyelids, there was no um and then when she turns her head in the video in the tiktok and puts on the next coat of the eye the of, of the mascara uh you could just or you know something added to her eye it's it's quite obvious there's this more there so she did say in her description that it is an ad it's not clearly shown but it's it's clear that this is an ad and in the comments, she didn't say false lashes when she turned her head and put on the second coat. So she lied to her audience and uh, she, that's it. I, it's been an update. She did post more videos, but I just want to, let's talk about that. I mean, everybody has talked about it to death, but we're talking about it. We're not going to talk about too much, guys, promise. I'm sure you guys have heard about it, but have you seen the video, PK? Yeah, I've seen it. It's definitely there's false. false. <laughs> it's definitely there. Like it's very obvious. Like, it's you so obvious. You can't add eyelashes to your eye. You can only mm. like you know make them darker or make them more bold. Exactly, exactly, and that's what she did. She added eyelashes to her eye. And she's lying to the people in her comments and saying that she didn't add anything in that. It's just the mascara. No mascara can do that, girl. Yeah, no mascara is going to add eyelashes. Can you imagine if my mascara did that? (laughs) Yo, I'll be the first one in line. Everybody knows from here to Mars that eyelashes are non-existent. They're there. They're there. But you can can stand one inch close from, from my face. You still would not see the eyelash, my eyelash. Um, my thing with my thing with MJ and PK's <laughs> eyelash adder, <laughs> I'd be like, guys, guys, this is an ad. 
okay? This is an ad. This will, this will create eyelashes. No matter what you think, think even though you don't believe it, it will add eyelashes. And that'd be really funny. Um, she just removed the trust that she had with her community. I think that's the reason why her that TikTok got 50 million views is that people were shocked that this was coming from a big TikTok uh, content creator, number one. Number two, she clearly lied because it's obviously something there. And she's and she didn't track back that lie. She didn't respond to... She didn't respond. Post new videos a few days ago, but she didn't even address the lash. I mean, your audience is not going to trust you anymore. Yeah, and I think that's important if you have a beauty channel mm-hmm. to have that trust with your audience and to be truthful about these products, so your audience continues to watch your videos and continues to believe what you're saying. You know, that's half of it because. That's the whole reason why people watch your videos. Yes, people love the positivity and you love your personality, but they trust what you're saying, the trust yeah. that you've built with them. Yeah, and they're looking for recommendations. Exactly, exactly. They need to know that this product that you're trying on works, looks good, feels good, lasts. Exactly. And, and, if, you, and if you're lying in an ad, apparently she... There's most likely she may have gotten about six figures in that ad, low six figures. And but the thing is, the fact that she didn't she didn't address it, I I think it's because she's in she's in hot water. People are suing her and she can't really address it on TikTok. Yeah. Too deep. You know when you like say one little lie and then you try to cover it up, but then mm-hmm. it keeps like snowballing. I feel like mm-hmm. she's in the snowballing effect, you know? Yeah, and people, and she probably didn't even think that this would turn out to be bigger than it is. I mean, when it came out, everybody and their mama was talking about it for week, for two weeks. Uh, YouTubers, podcasts that I listened to, TikTokers, beauty influence. It's, it was insane. It was trending on Twitter. It was a very big thing. Uh, and the thing is, <sighs> old beauty TikTokers from the game will... People think there are more crazy things to be think to 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 be thinking about. There are more important things to be thinking about, and do people dying. There's a housing crisis. There's inflation. There's a upcoming recession. There are all these type of things, and we're talking about a mascara. There, you know, content creators these days. You want to build a community where they trust you. And when you have somebody like this who's already big and lying, there are people out there who want to trust content creators and they can't because they have something like this that happens. And yes, you know, it's just a mascara. But the thing is, you actually tune in to watch a video to a mascara. You watch mm-hmm. each and every one of her videos. To you, it might be just a mascara. But to other people who tune into her videos, it might be more than a mascara. It's something they look forward to each and every day to watch her videos. And some people may may have saved saved up a lot of money to buy that mascara or to buy that mm-hmm. concealer or whatever, you know. Um, um, it's cool. she actually posted about some something similar, I think, in last year or two years ago or something when she was mm-hmm. just starting out, mm-hmm. where she said that how people have these mascara ads, but they always add false lashes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
girl, you're doing it right now. Like you're yep. literally being a hypocrite. Yep. In your own videos, you know, that's crazy. Yep. It's all about yep. the money, you know, I guess the money was more important. Yeah, it really is all about the money. And it's actually so sad. Um, and, and people thought she would end up being different. And I guess, I guess not. Um, yeah, guys, that's that. We're moving on. Uh, so the next is uh, YouTuber Mr. Beast. I mean, this is, I feel like we don't have to talk about this, but I don't know why this is like a bad thing. But Mr. Beast the biggest content creator on YouTube, uh, biggest YouTuber, has cured a thousand people of blindness by paying for their surgeries in a video, YouTube video that he did. And people are calling him, calling him out and saying that they use these people for clout and that he shouldn't have done it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, don't, I guess mm-hmm. the problem was just creating content and not- advantage of mm. of them but i don't know i th- i thought it was a kind gesture that everybody was just trying to look or yeah money it costs to actually do a surgery in america do you do any type of surgery in america i mean maybe it is cheaper in some states and some cities but surgeries are extremely expensive and to you know, have somebody who has the means to actually pay for it. That means that's probably going to mean the world for that person. And that person's going to say, yes, thank you. It's a kind gesture. And Mr. Beast does these type of things all the time where he does, mm-hmm. you know, super crazy um, situations where he spends all of his money just for a YouTube video. And do it. A thousand people is less blind because of it. Like, I, I don't understand the hate. Yeah, I think he's out there. It's a good thing, you know. I, I don't understand why it's so, so negative and why people are being so nitpicky. Yeah, I don't try to figure it out. Um, yes, Anne Hathaway uh, in her new role, I try to figure out the story. But other than that, do, are there any TV shows or movies you want to talk about? Um, and you did too, right? Yes, we did! Okay, so much to say. It was a good, like, comedy romance. Okay, okay. Um, and he, who is playing Ezra. Yeah? When he's, um, trying to, like, you know, find the love of his life. Mm -hmm. And they're joking about, like, being, like, certified lover boy Drake. Mm-hmm. versus being take care drake and i found that so funny <laughs> i'm just like that's kind of the energy that you need you know it honestly is we need i honestly am like a little bit of both i need like a lover boy and take you feel me yeah we need a mixture mixture okay so how, okay can you define it for us so what is what is take care drake versus lover boy drake um, like like verbs, whereas like mm. certified lover boy is just like like more confident energy. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I need a mix of my man to be confident when he needs to be, but if he's sad and if he wants to cry, I want him to you know cry and be sad, 
if that's what he needs to be. Yeah, like being his feelings and kind of like that. Yes, because that's hot. Guys don't don't think it's hot. I think it's so hot that guys are in their feelings and confident enough to to show that to other people. Um, But I have a lot of comments when it comes to you people. (laughs) Number one, let me first describe it for you guys. It's on a it's a Netflix movie, uh, and it was highly anticipated because of its trailer. I watched the trailer two or three times. You watched the trailer for the movie. So freaking funny. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Oh, you did watch me. So I watched the trailer really good. I would say it was one of the best trailers for a movie, and the movie became viral because of the trailer. Um, I'm sure, you know, um, Lauren London, Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Julia Lou Drifu, Drifuse, mm-hmm. and Nia Long. I love me some Nia Long. Um, definitely marketed on their social platform. But the new couple and their families reckon with modern love and many cultural clashes, societal expectations, and generational differences. So... Jonah Hill, we we got Lauren London. She's a black woman. Lauren London, Lauren London's father in the movie is Eddie Murphy, which I love, 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 love. He reminds me of my father. So I love him so much. My father introduced, one of my very first actors that I was introduced in the Hollywood movie sphere was Eddie Murphy. So I love him so much. Um, and so Eddie Murphy is a Muslim black man, which is not very talked about uh, population in the black diaspora. So you have a black man, proud black Muslim man with his proud black Muslim wife. And then you have Jonah Hill. Um, he himself is proud, uh, proud man, um, proud to be. And you have his very proud Jewish parents. And look, I think a lot of people thought that Kanye Barris, which is one of the best writers, cultural writers in the game, Kanye Barris and Jonah Hill wrote the movie. I love Kanye Barris. I love him so much. He created Blackish. He created um, uh, Black AF, which is one of my favorite TV shows on Netflix. So those are I highly recommend all of those. Everything they're you're saying, I highly recommend. Uh, so he, he did try, Kanye Barris and Johnny Hill did really, really try hard in trying to basically say that each family and member are, is different, you know, and did really try hard in pointing out the cultural differences and the importance of being proud as a black Muslim man and being a proud Jewish white woman. You, 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 they, they, they tried it. They did. Um, I honestly, Lauren and Jonah should have had better romantic chemistry. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like there wasn't much scenes of them being like you know getting to. There was some scenes of getting to know each other, but it wasn't too many scenes. I felt like mm-hmm. it was very like sped up. Mm-hmm. Really shown mm-hmm. us more of their romance yeah they barely kept a little smooch and even then it was like mm, don't believe you and yeah. I'm like yeah I'm gonna need something more here because I get it Lauren London 
Lauren London's husband in real life died. Um, he was killed three years ago with a gunshot. And, uh, you know, she didn't be man. But she did. She has been in acting roles before in the past, especially I think it was on BET, uh, where she I think it was her role in a TV show where she played an NBA player who would cheat a lot. I forgot what show. I'll try and pull it up for you guys. But it is, it's also a really good TV show, too. So she's played roles after her husband's death. That happened two or three years ago. Uh, three or four years ago, uh, where it evolved romance. So I really do not understand why there was not a lot of romance in this movie with, with her and Jonah. Uh, too much. Then it... it <sighs> I don't. I just don't know. I and the show is called Games People Play. So she was in Games People's Play for a couple of years after her her husband's death. So people are saying, oh, because her husband died, and so she may not be feel comfortable. No, she's been in other roles since then. So and in in in, in, in explicit roles where she's like naked and like you know having half naked and kissing and doing all these things. But I don't know. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. She went. I watched it. And I don't know why I stopped watching that TV show with her in it. It's good. More of a soap opera drama, you know, but it's good. It's juicy. Uh, But yeah, I mean, the movie was super funny on the funny category. It was really funny. I would say it's Mm -hmm. eight or nine. I would say seven to eight out of seven or eight out of ten when it came to the funniness. How about you? Yeah, I would say eight-ish, yeah. 7.5. Yeah. It was really funny. It did mask the trailer, and that's the one thing with me when it comes to movie trailers. When a movie trailer does come out, I need it to match the actual movie. So if you could have a whole trailer and it doesn't really allude to anything that's going to happen in the movie, then what's the whole point of that trailer? So it did match. It was funny. Um, The movie. Ezra's best friend. What's her? What's her name? Um, Mo, right? I think. Oh, you think? Oh, you think it's? <laughs> yeah, Mo played by Sam J. I agree. She she was really funny. I I I I'm actually gonna say Julia Louis Dufru was actually hilarious, but cringy at the same time. So make she sure was super it. cringy. She was super cringy, but actually really funny in my opinion. I think everybody should go watch it. You know, it's mm-hmm. a good, like, Friday, Saturday night movie type of thing. You feel me? And it's good to watch it. It's good. It's actually even good to watch on your Valentine's Day day. You know, definitely be thinking of me when you go have that day. You know what I mean? You know, be thinking I might be your third view. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, you've watched. Uh... No, I think that's the only one for me. What about you? Okay. I did watch Pamela Anderson's biopic a documentary. Oh, I, I watched like the beginning of it. It's actually really good. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. Okay, it's really, really sad. And the thing is with Pamela, it's like one of those girls where you're like, how does she become famous? Why is she famous? Why are we talking yeah. about her? And the movie really explains, does a really, really good job explains in explaining it, yeah. why mm-hmm. she's relevant and has become relevant. 
and it's really good. It's really a coming of age story again with the biopic and you see another side of Pamela, a better side, a good side, a more relatable mm-hmm. side that you've never seen before. And I highly recommend watching that movie. It is quite sad. She's been through a lot of sexual abuse growing up. But, you know, at the age of six, she's realized that it's better to know yourself first before you know a man. Yeah. Lots of relationships. The movie goes through that for sure. A lot. She's been married so many times over, so many times. But it's so good. You see a bit, you know, glimpse of her life now. She's on Broadway now. We just finished Broadway and with her kids. So highly recommend. I would say it's beautiful and it's a nine out of ten. Highly binge worthy movie. Um, totally you could sit down. And I was captivated from beginning to end. I was captivated. I was like, oh my god, I didn't know Pamela did this and Pamela was that and blah, blah, blah. they even talk about the sex tape which is what Pamela Anderson is famous for and the whole story about that and her husband with the, the rock husband. So I'm not going to talk about too much because I know PK still wants to finish the movie. Really? And I think that's about it. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Hope you guys like this episode. Don't forget to rate this episode five stars wherever you are listening. I, we love you to the moon and back. Five stars and above, we love you. Five stars and below. Remember, we don't know you, even if you're wearing our red, even if you're calling our names. You feel me? Okay. Um, thank you so much for listening. 